everybody, and welcome to I Sell Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jan Sampav, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the amazing Mike Zapsik, everybody. What's going on, Say everybody? hello, Mike Zapsik. How we doing? How, how are you, Mike? I am fantastic. This is Ming and Mike, fresh off episode one, season seven of Comic Book Men, aired this past weekend. Uh, we want to thank all 743,000 of you yes. who stayed up at 1.06 a.m. to watch Comic Book Men. Uh, that's a little crazy, right? Well, yeah, the fact that they they stayed up till here, 1 a.m. just to watch us. Here's how crazy it is. Five cast members on Comic Book Men. I think one of us stayed up to watch that one. Yeah, I was yeah, I was asleep, man. By um, what time did you go to bed on Sunday night? Uh, I was asleep by eleven. <laughs> I know. I hey dude, I have to I I have, have a long commute in Mike, the morning. Mike has a long commute. He had to his well, we didn't talk about this. Your your house got flooded. Finally, uh, stuff came through where you're you're rebuilding. You're entirely rebuilding your house. We had to we had to destroy the house so, and rebuild. So, as such, yeah. you had to move to another town, and your commute got twice as long. It's three times actually. Three times, yeah. three times long. It, it yeah, stinks. I got to drop the kids off. Yeah, the uh, town you the live morning. in now was the town which was current, which was previously known for the town where Jason Muse was driving around with a deployed airbag. Yes. And he got arrested. So yes. it's a long time ago. Jason's good now, thank God. But <laughs> but they had to destroy your house. And uh, a couple of days ago, you posted a video of a backhoe. Yes, it was completely knocking your house. The down. claw machine. It yeah. destroyed. I, I was like, wow. I think I left the. Um, I think I left a bunch of um, Jehovah's Witnesses in there. Oh, in the house? Yeah, it's like, ding dong, have you accepted you? Come on in. Come on in. I got something here for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah, I got something to accept. Beep, beep, beep. Is that Jesus coming? Yes, it is. Did they give you a heads up? Hey, we're going to knock down your house at 6 a.m. No, actually, well, here's what happened. Were you driving by? You're like, what the hell? No, here's what happened. It was, this is kind of crazy because I had to take a a personal day because my wife, had a, a family emergency. I had to drive her down yeah, to Philadelphia. Sure. Her aunt went in for heart surgery. Yeah. And um, speak of the devil. Yeah, that's my wife calling me now. Um, so she, um, we went down and we were supposed to have our house demolished the next Tuesday, the next week. Right. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But yeah. we're driving back and our. Were you like, I forgot, I forgot, wait, I forgot something. No, our housing, you're right. Well, too late now, Mike. He said, uh, guess what? Uh, They're going to come tomorrow and knock it down if that's okay with you. And my wife's like, yes, because we've been, I mean, this has been dragging out for entirely too long. Finally, it's like things are happening. Yes. Finally. So uh, I went the next day, the next morning, dropped the kids off, then uh, had a picnic lunch and watched them knock down my house. Wow. What was that? What's, What's that like? It was weird. You were in there how long? Uh, we had lived there for fourteen years. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. Your kids grew up in that house. So. They did. But as did you, you spend a big chunk of your life there. Right. It's yeah. That was our you know our first house. So yeah. boom. Yeah. Then they knock it down, and you're, you're down. just was, sitting there going. Actually, my wife cried when she saw the video, and I mean, um, for obvious reasons. Sure. Cause sure. That's, so it's very emotional. And I was just like. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah. Go, it's go. Like we, we we did it in that house, and now it's gone. <laughs> it's like my, it's not the house. It's not 
where you do it, Mike. It's that you did do it. Uh, is just, that, I'm trying to make you, you feel are, better. Are you like, oh my God, like in Poltergeist, like I did it in that uh, Indian graveyard. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. Well, if anyone wants to check out this video, I think it's on your Facebook. It's on my uh, Facebook put it on Twitter and too? My, my Twitter feed. Okay, it's yeah. on Twitter too. So yeah. So, But that was, yeah. So I, I have to wake up early in the morning and watch them knock stuff down. Yeah kind of sucks so yeah but so that's why mike didn't stay up till 106 a.m but for all you did for anyone who went to work the next day bleary-eyed and thank you so tired much. and cranky we we really thank you that that is a number that i don't think anybody expected to see at 106 a.m no i even read uh i was on um there, there are a number of um websites out there where you can see what the tv ratings were mm -hmm. and some of them summarized the night and a lot of them were like hey walking down Walking Dead down a little bit from their previous season premieres, which, you know, understand was season eight. Um, um, but they were like, but even Comic Book Man, even airing at 106 p.m. managed to pull in over 700,000 viewers. Like they were, they sound like they were shocked. And well, they should be. Well, they should be. You know yeah. what? Because, well, no, well, they shouldn't be. Shame on you, yeah. you yeah. whatever yeah, you people Yeah, Comic rules, assholes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we're, we're, what the hell's wrong with you? Like I texted Brian last night. I was like, "Hey, we, these are these are the numbers. We're pretty good." He's like, "We're juggernauts." So damn right, <laughs> Brian Johnson, juggernaut yeah, maker. Damn right, we're juggernauts. So don't you forget it. But we need you to keep us at juggernauts. Yeah, status. please keep watching. It's really funny because I have not seen Brian this enthused, <laughs> and ever? I've known the man for twenty years. Ever? Yeah, I've known him for twenty years, yeah. and I've never seen him this enthused. He's like, man, I'm pretty proud of this. Yeah. So he's like, we've, we've gone on for seven seasons. Yeah. I am really proud of this. Yeah. And he's not proud of anything. He's not proud of anything. Yeah. It's a Cryptozoic so. Man. Eh, it sucked. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I was <laughs> Carney yeah. sucked. Uh, no, actually, Carney was one of my favorites. <laughs> Vulgar sucked. <laughs> like, no, so Vulgar didn't I'm suck. Like, I like not? Vulgar. Yeah. A lot of people like Vulgar. Yeah. So, so. I, I li I'm liking the new Brian Johnson. Yeah. And if you want to see the new Brian Johnson Holy in person. crap, yes. And you will see less of him than uh, last year. Yeah, oh, for sure. You'll see much less of him than yeah. last year. He looks fantastic. Looks great. Um, I'm shocked. Lost impressed. a lot of weight. But we are going to be at Stan Lee's LA Comic Con. Yeah, this weekend. This weekend, Come folks. see us. We don't come out west a lot, especially all three of us. Yeah. Come out once a year, all three of us. And it's not even all three of us; all four of us. Kevin will be there as well, and Ralph Garman, and Ralph Garman, one of my favorite, one of my favorite people. Ralph Garman yeah. is amazing. He's just a really funny guy. Yeah, if you're anywhere near Los Angeles, you you should just come. You're you're missing a golden opportunity here. You are. See Kevin Smith, Mike Zapsick, Brian Johnson, and me, Ming Chen, and Ralph Garman, and Ralph Garman special appearance by featuring Ralph Garman. You know, we got to do it like rapper style featuring Ralph Garman. Well, don't we always? Yeah, we'll be there all weekend. At Stanley's LA Comic Con. Now, if you look, a lot of a lot of the major guests at LA Comic Con are only coming Saturday and Sunday. Apparently, Friday is some kind of preview day, and even the promoter was like, "Yeah, you can, you can okay. come and you can come and hang out. You can come if you want, yeah. but no one's showing up till Saturday." And I'm just kind of like, "No way, man! We're coming. No way. We're 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 totally coming on Friday. People are gonna be there." We're totally coming. Yeah, we but, are. We'll be yeah. there. I was like, listen, if no one comes to see us or it's slow, we'll just leave early. And uh, luckily, we didn't heed her advice last year. We came on Friday, and a lot of people were there to see us. We cleaned up. Yeah. It was great. Is Tommy Wiseau there? He was, year? yeah. I, oh, um, he was there last year. I believe he will be there. 
Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, we were setting up and this dark figure and wearing three belts and sunglasses and kind of string it hair. It makes my ass feel good. By, and now he was all remember that? <laughs> he was, he was all, all sweaty. sweaty. Oh my was, god, yeah, it was like it, it was very hot out. But he's all, I don't know, he was like covered in sweat and I, and I didn't care. I was like, "Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy, can, Tommy, can Tommy, we, Tommy. Can we please get a photo with you?" And he was like, oh, "All right." All right. And I, oh, and, hi Ming. Oh, hi Ming. And I was like, it was like, look, look, uh, I pulled him off on the phone. Like, look, we're fellow guests at this con. I- I'm going to post this on social media. I'll let everyone know that you were here and you were selling stuff. He's like, okay. So we took a picture with That's him. That's fine. Because we love, we fucking love oh, the room. Hi, Ming. Oh, we, we love the room, the room. Now, I introduced you to the room, what, four years ago? Four? No, it was five years ago. Four or five years ago at the, at the Man Bruin in Westwood where they do their... And traditional monthly screenings. I wanted to go back, but they changed the schedule now. It used to be on air. It used to be the last Saturday of every now month. That's the first. Now it's the first Saturday of every Sucks. month. Sucks. And they don't. They won't do it on Halloween weekend because they know people. They think people won't come. They're insane. They're imbeciles. Yeah, <clears throat> but we would have been there. So come see us. We will be at tables. We we have we're in the autograph area this time. Nice. Usually they gave us uh, you know a nice big table, but oh. we were on the kind of the vendor area. Yeah, we were. We're, in the, we're ballers in the autograph area this this year. We'll be at tables sixty two, sixty three, and sixty four. We'll let you know who we're next to because um, those numbers mean nothing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, come find us in the autograph area. Um, that'll be cool. Our we have a panel this year, Mike. We didn't have one. Thank last God. Year. They were they were kind of stacked with talent last year. They were they, they were, were like, uh, overwhelmed, but, I, but I, we did moderate a few. We moderated some kick ass panels yes. last year. Yeah, we did. But we have a panel Sunday at one thirty in room four hundred eight AB. <sighs> We've been invited to moderate a panel, Mike. If you want, in which one? Uh, Twin Peaks with Harry Bowers and Kimmy Robertson. Oh my God! Of course, you, you're at you're in. Okay, Mike Zapsik is in on that, and uh, we also have. Uh, professional photo ops with Wolf Studios Photography, one of our friends. We love Alexander Wolf. 2.30 on Saturday, 12.40 on Sunday. If you come, if you come purchase a photo op with us, when you get your printout, we will sign it for we free. We will sign it for free. Yeah, which is like, a, that's like a $100 value or something. <laughs> why do you got to go there? Why do, why do you got to, it's like ShamWow, man. Well, no, I got to put a value on it. It's like, no, you think it's going to be $100? No, it's freaking free, man. It'll yeah, be, it is free. It'll so. be, it'll be free. So just as a side note, since we were talking about the room, and I consider the room, I wish they would make a room comic book. Oh, wow. Where they kind of, they can expand it a little bit. Or I would like to see the room in comic book form. I know someone made a video game once. like a little Yes, it was an game. awful video game, wasn't it? Yeah. But uh, our That's friend awesome. Robin Paris, who is working on a uh, an online web series called The Room. It's a mockumentary, yes. Uh, where are they now um, chronicling where the actors, what they're up to now? Right. Apparently she was she got a screening of the Disaster Artist Ooh. last night, and she said it was amazing. The Disaster Artist is a movie about the making of the room of the movie. It's a movie about the making of a movie. Yeah, but the the Citizen Kane of bad movies. Yeah, based on a book called The Disaster Artist. If you haven't heard of it now, you will hear about it when it comes out. Next Absolutely, month. I jump on the bandwagon now, folks. Before uh, it gets rolling, here's the thing: you can. I, we're going to give Audible a plug, even though we're not sure. uh, shilling for him no. this week. Hey, Audible, Audible.com. Go to Audible.com uh, slash sell comics slash sell comics. And how much? What do you get off? You get four. You get uh, a free audiobook and a fourteen day free subscription. Beautiful. Do that and then listen. Shouldn't take you 14 days because you'll be uh, 
enraptured yeah. by Greg Sestero, who reads his own book. Yeah, you can grab the Disaster Artist. You can grab the Tell Him Steve Dave Fairy Re 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 Read Theater. Re 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 Theater. Yeah, if you haven't grabbed that already, if you're a Tell Him Steve Dave fan, you can grab a number of audiobooks. You can. So, so come see us this weekend, Stanley's LA Comic Con. But we we love being there. We want to see you there. If you if you came last year, come see us again. If you've never been there, we promise you a great experience. Oh, it should and Me, it's air conditioned, man. And yeah, it's you're gonna need that. Way. You're gonna need that this week. Me, I Mike hear... Zapsic, and the new improved Brian Johnson. New and improved, everybody. All right, uh, I have some Netflix Marvel news here. The Punisher, Let's rock. Mike. The Punisher TV show starring John Bernthal. See, we there's a great trailer out right now. Yes. Then some stuff happened in the world, mainly yeah. a mass shooting in Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, extreme gun violence. They were supposed to have a panel at New York Comic Con, which they canceled. Yep. Which I can, you know, I, I can't argue that. Well, yeah. Just bad timing. There was speculation, though, Mike, that they were going to maybe cancel, not show the series, Mike. There's speculation. There's like, you know what? This is too heavy. We may, we're not going to, they didn't announce a release date, which would have been in poor taste, I suppose. But there was, there was rumors that they were not even going to show the series, uh, which, which, which would, is asinine. Yeah. You know, but uh, they finally re- announced the release date, Mike, November seventeenth. Nice, is coming. It was coming on us. The Punisher, a a good Punisher. Like I have to, yeah, you know, I have to preface that they've tried this before. Uh, what two, three times? They have many times, and unfortunately, it has not really, worked out well. Haven't really hit the mass success. Which to to fans like me and you, we were like, how they how can they screw this up? It can't it can't be that hard. Apparently, it was pretty hard though. I guess they were trying to. There's that fine line between being too cartoony and showing Frank Castle as the murderous psychopath that he is, right? Or murdering scumbag as you okay, put it. or yeah. But I think they've they've definitely hit it upon this time. I, I like how they introduced him in Daredevil first, and then he, then he gets his own series. We'll we'll see more of his backstory and more of the stuff that he had to go through. But November seventeenth, everybody, is when it comes out. Um, are you a binge watcher, Mike? Or they I call am. it? They have a term for this now. I think it's called binge racer, where on the day that all the episodes come out, you see every, you watch every episode. No, I don't do that. Okay, so I'm you, not you, that you, guy. you, 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 I do space like, myself. Was like one, one episode a night or yes. something. One or two. All right, depending so that, on how I feel. All right, so that answers my next question. When Stranger Things comes out this Friday. You will not be binge racing all, I think, eight or ten episodes. No, I will be. Uh, if it's eight, uh, I'll do like two a night. Okay, well, you'll be too. Be, you'll be too busy comic coning, Mike. I will be comic coning these LA Comic Cons this week. So, uh, speaking of TV, Mike, there this this happened about two months ago. And we never talked about it. I don't know how this. I think I think we got busy. Maybe we didn't podcast this week, but. YouTube, are you familiar with YouTube Red, Mike? Of course. It's the YouTube, it's a pay version of YouTube where they're showing original content. And I hadn't really been too excited about it before until this announcement came out two months ago. And I don't know why we never talked about this, but Karate Kid, Mike, is coming back. Yes, we never did talk about this, but it is coming back where uh, Johnny opens up the dojo again. Yeah, he's down on his luck and he opens up the dojo Daniel is now a successful, I guess, businessman. Or he's a success. That's all it says in the description. And we we find out what happens thirty years later after the events of Karate Kid from the from the eighties. The uh, apparently this is something that Ralph Macho and William Zabka have been pitching, somewhat secretly. 
for a I, while. And th- you, but they did that uh, YouTube video where Ralph was too nice. Yes, that was good. That was if awesome. You, if you go on YouTube, uh, you'll see the Ralph Macho show. I think it's a funny, funnier die short where he can't get cast because he's too nice or he tries to become an asshole. And, and he doesn't. It doesn't work out. It doesn't well really for him. work out. Yeah, but you go go watch that. But yeah, I am excited about. Yeah, this. Yeah, apparently, uh, William Zabku played Johnny and Ralph Macho played Daniel. They went around Hollywood, and pitched it to a lot of networks. I hear, I hear there's a bidding war, Mike, between Netflix, between YouTube, between AMC. Mike, I heard AMC nice. was in the mix, or our, our our hometown AMC, but YouTube won out. Uh, it was called Cobra Kai, Mike, and it'll reunite Ralph Macho and William Zabka. Is a ten episode half hour series coming to YouTube Red in 2018. It picks up 30 years after the events of the 1984 All Valley Karate Tournament. Of course, a down and out Johnny Lawrence seeks redemption by reopening the infamous Cobra Kai Karate Dojo, reigniting his rivalry with a now successful Daniel Larusso, who has been struggling to maintain balance in his life without the guidance of his mentor, Mr. Miyagi. He need balance. How great is this? So, from what I hear. Uh, it's going to have more of a comedic bent. I would hope. I would hope it'd be a little bit funnier because yeah. uh, Karate Kid was it was never played for laughs. It was no, it, it was, was a very straight up Rocky type sure, of movie. Sure, it's directed by John Alvinson, who directed Rocky, so that makes a lot of sense. I would hope. <laughs> um, Ming Chen, uh, you're you're on here on the on the guests, the media guests. Yes, but you're all the way down. It's all right. You're well. You're and oh my god. Are you like? Are you and Brian up top with? Kevin? We're we're a little bit further up. All right. Uh, Felicia Day, Kimmy Robertson's going to be there. Uh, Katie it's a star-studded cast. If you want to come see us at Comic Con or uh, LA Comic Con, I no offense. If you're coming to see The Rock or Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, or Punky Brewster's Soleil Moon Fry, or Quantum Leap Scott Bakula. It's there. There's. It's a start. Or are you coming to see the Black Eyed Peas? As we're playing the after party, I won't blame you. These are like. Oh my god! Yeah, of course not. Pretty huge stars, man. So, um. Oh, or Billy Bob Thornton. This is a pretty star-studded guest list. So just, uh, just. Or DMC. I mean, no. There's, there's nobody that I would. If you're like, hey, I, I want to meet Butch Hartman, I'd be like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Instead of us, but you know what? Just roll by and say hello, though. Even if you're going to see those guys. Just go roll by and say hello. I won't cost you nothing. Gary Fisher? You want to go see Gary yeah, Fisher? Gary go Fisher's to town, gone. man. You I'm, might just lick your face. I'm Although, getting, if you come over, Ming might lick your face, too. I'm getting know. a photo with Gary Fisher. That's I all have a photo him. with Gary Fisher. Do you really? So. Oh, yeah. Well, not, oh, that's not right. we just both do. Gary. Yeah, it was Gary and Gary Fisher. I forgot. Yeah. That's right. I don't I don't really need a photo with Gary Fisher. Or Soleil, Moon Fry. I'm a uh, little known fact, Mike. I'm a huge Punky Brewster fan. Adam boy. I think I've seen the entire series like two or three times. Cool. I haven't watched it lately, so... I, I wish it was Salami and Fry and the chick who played Cherry. That, I thought yeah, Cherry I was did cool. not watch it, but that's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get to new books, Mike, the uh, do you, there's a Google came out with the list, the top Googled Halloween costumes. Halloween is coming up, Mike, quickly. Uh, are it you dressing truly up? It is. I am not. Are you, do, do you dress up at all? When was the last time I, you dressed up for uh, Halloween? I dre- uh, we went to uh, Con and during halloween one year and i dressed up i think it was a walker stalker wasn't it yes it was walker stalker i went as dr horrible you did 2015 that was was fun man yeah that was a great what was yours i did uh marty mcfly from back to the future one the first one so brian johnson stayed in his room and he put the mattress up against brian johnson was not there okay brian johnson did not get invited oh okay (laughs) wow wow okay yeah yeah i'm just you know i'm just saying brian johnson so he was at home 
Uh, well, he's at home taking his niece trick or treating, so yes. I won't disparage him for for doing that. But uh, do you, would you like to hearken a guess that maybe the top three Halloween costumes? Gee, let me see. Uh, Harley Quinn as uh, number two. Very good. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Joker. Uh, Joker is farther down. All right, a little like further a, down, like a number nine ish. Yes. Okay. Um, give you one more shot at this. Uh, think of move big movies that have come out this year. Oh, I'm I'm superhero going to. and horror. I'm I'm going to uh, uh Pennywise the clown. Yes, that's number three. Okay, and one, number one female superhero, have, Mike. Number one is going to have to be Wonder Woman. It is. Yeah, yes, it is. Okay. So we're going to be seeing a lot of Wonder Women coming through, which is which I love. I love the top, the top two are comic book related. Yes, it's pretty cool. Well, actually, and uh, it's the other one's heavily pop culture. Yeah. Uh, it is huge. Yeah, Stephen the other King. ones are kind of lame. Uh, uh, sexy cat, sexy bunny. Really? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so, but. Um, you know what I've been seeing a lot more of? What's that? Is Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. I like the Ricks a lot with of the Ricks. blue wigs. There and- was one guy who came as a Jerry. No way. How do you. How do you do Jerry? Uh, I think you have to have like the green shirt and the brown pants and you just wander around like Jerry, like with a black cloud over your head. I saw someone make a huge paper mache Morty head. Yes. And it was awesome. He was fantastic, wasn't he not? Was he not? I've seen The Vindicators. Yeah. I mean, Rick and Morty's blowing up. I've seen a bunch of, I've seen Doofus Rick. A lot of Pickle Ricks too. A lot of great Pickle Ricks. Pickle Ricks. Yeah. Uh, I saw um, Noob Noob. Noob noob. Yeah. Yeah. We need more Mr. Meeseeks. Uh, we need plenty of Meeseeks. And uh, I, I would love to see someone as Snowball. Yeah. That would be great. Oh, I want to propose something since we're talking about Rick and Morty. Uh, FYE sent me, uh, they have these two chocolate bars out now. They're the Mr. Meeseeks Exploding Blue Raspberry Bar. Right. And the Pickle Rick Dill Pickle Flavored pickle Dark flavored Chocolate. Dark Chocolate. I was wondering if you wanted to shoot a video with me where we eat these. Yeah. And we taste sure. test them. Okay. Done. All right. Look for that soon on YouTube. So, um, the, and uh, I got one. Let's <laughs> one comic book related news. Uh, Action Comics, Mike, quickly approaching issue one thousand. Yes, I heard about this. Are you excited? It down. Uh, it's uh, eighty years in the making, Mike. It is eighty years in the making. Eighty years. How much is it going to cost, Mike? Well, there are two versions, Mike. I don't know. I don't know if you. It's one hundred and sixty-eight pages. One hundred sixty-eight page hardcover chronicling the eighty years of. Uh, the single most important comic in American history. Right. Uh, this uh, this this uh, 168 page book is going to uh, revisit classic stories. It's going to have all 1,000 covers in a like a poster size. Yep. And as a bonus, uh, they're going to publish a previously unpublished 1940 Superman story that was believed to be lost, but this salvaged by DC nearly 50 years ago, hidden wow. away until now. Nice. Uh, Written by Siegel and Schuster, um, it will retail for twenty nine ninety nine. It's pretty yes, reasonable. It's a, well, it's that's not a, for a comic like a well, it's not a single issue. It's you know, it's but it is issue one thousand. It's a right. It's it's a canon issue, I guess. That is one version. There are also going to be another version, which is uh, five ninety nine, oversized edition, and um, written by Peter Tomasi and Jan, Dan Jurgens. Yep. But uh, all star talent writing the backup stories, including Jeff Johns. And one by Superman film director Richard Donner, Mike, he's, throwing his hat in the writing. He room. has no. He's written uh, with Jeff Johns some pretty big Superman stories. He did Return of Brainiac, and he did oh, uh, Bizarro okay. World. So nice. Yeah, 
All right, and he's and he's got cred. So, all right, uh, let's go to new comics, Mike. Let us go. This uh, this week's new comics, everybody, is brought to you by William Painter sunglasses. William Painter sunglasses, world's best sunglasses, best sunglasses ever. Why? Because we have many reasons. First of all, because me and Mike wear them. That's true. But me and Mike wear them for the following reasons. One, uh, aerospace-grade titanium frames, which means they're light. They're not too heavy. Uh, titanium, which means they don't break. Uh-huh. They, they're, they're basically daring you to break these. And if you do break them, no problem. Lifeti- lifetime guarantee. Lifetime guarantee. And they've got scratch and shatterproof lenses. Yes. Just in case, uh, I plan not to get hit in the face with either a fist or a baseball bat. You well, or you can't plan for that in life, man. No, but sometimes I, stuff you're, happens. You're right, but I'm trying to plan it. I and, don't blame you. And uh, if I get hit in the in the eyes, the lenses were not will not shatter or scratch, which is awesome. Uh, rear weighted, so they don't slip down your nose, which is my biggest pet peeve with uh, with sunglasses. And they're polarized. Yeah. These are polarized. Yeah, they're polarized, and they're amazing. Uh, Mike wears a model called the Hook, which features. Bottle openers built into the stems. Uh, far met too many times, Mike. I'm not able to open a beer, a bottle of craft beer, and I just give up. I know. So then you call me up, and I bring like, my sunglasses can I over. Can your sunglasses? Psst, Why is it go. bright out? No, I need you to open a bottle of beer for me. So uh, that is that is awesome. Um, free shipping. You also get a hard case. What else happens if you put in the code ICELLCOMICS? Yeah, so if you go to williampainter.com, put in code ICELLCOMICS, you get $20 off any pair and you'll look fantastic these are the best sunglasses you'll ever purchase yeah i know you're picky i'm ultra picky about sunglasses this is all i wear now so uh they have many different cool makes and models but go grab them because they're the best sunglasses ever again williampainter.com code i sell comics get 20 dollars off we highly endorse these sunglasses not only do they make us look cool they uh they're saving us from a lifetime of bad eyesight. Exactly. So, William Painter sunglasses. All right, Mike, what are you reading right now? Do you want to go to the, uh, since this is sort of a Halloween-themed episode, not really, but you want to go to the horror-themed episode? Let's go there. The well, themed issue. Actually, a couple of horror, sort of yeah. a comic book nightmare, and then Riverdale nightmare. What do you want to go to right, first? Right, let's go to Jughead. Jughead the Hunger. The Hunger. This, this is- follows the uh, one shot that they had, Jughead the Hunter. Hunger um, was a one shot. Yeah. And this is in the vein of Afterlife with Archie and Sabrina, the, the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. I like this. And this is uh, the the imprint is Archie's Madhouse Presents. I love it. Yeah. It's great. So, so this is a more darker themed Archie So story. in our previous issue. Yes. When we last left off. So uh, Jughead turns out that the Jones family are a bunch of werewolves. This has been running through their, it's a generational curse. And they are werewolves. This is why he's so hungry all the time. Yes, I believe so. Oh, and That's why. And, this... and this fits perfectly into sure. into you know the whole Riverdale. You know, theme. now that I think about it, it makes sense. So you've got Jughead, who's a uh, he goes and he he kills a bunch of people. He killed uh, friends, friends, yeah. friends, beloved friends. Dude. Yeah, Midge. The wasn't Midge like his girlfriend? Well, his his. Yeah, one that he loved a lot. Yeah, one that he was going after. So Midge uh, goes and uh, gets eaten up by by Jughead. So he runs away. And it turns out that one of his best friends, uh, one Betty Cooper, yes. is her family has generationally hunted down werewolves. Wow, okay, so conflict. So they move to uh, Riverdale 
to find out where you know they're they're like one step behind the Joneses, right? So they're keeping up with the Joneses, yeah, and they're trying they're to trying keep to, up, yeah. not not doing too well. But uh, Archie kind of screws up the works because she fell in love with him, and um, she got distracted. She from got her distracted mission. from her mission, and uh, Jughead escapes, but uh, not before he killed. Midge, Dalton, uh, Pops from Pops Malt Shop. Yeah, and when we open with this issue, he has just attacked Reggie. Well, Reggie was presumed dead okay. in the last in in the one shot. Yeah. So, um, turns out Reggie not so dead. No. So make of that what you will. Yes. And then uh, Jughead does what any normal <laughs> teenage kid would do yeah, when he's run running off, away. You run off and join the circus. You join the circus. So we joined the circus, and turns out not having much success there either. No. So I, I like that uh, he brought hot dog with him, though. Yeah, and uh, it shows him chaining himself up at night so he doesn't. Go yeah, and it turns out that doesn't work out so yeah. well for him either because somebody figured out what Jughead is. Yeah, I, I'm loving this. I'm loving these darker archies yes taking um everything you know about archie who was what was the tagline the typical teenage yeah, kid your typical teenage american boy yes. and uh flipping, flipping it. on its horrific head mike i back in high school i would get made fun of for reading archie like i would pick up the little digest at the grocery store Sure, you wouldn't it's and then hide good, in the bathroom good wholesome stories and i i enjoyed them they're easy reads sure they're, but they were, they're they like were cookies. fun I, I wanted to be Archie. They were like Twinkies. They, they were they, they didn't fill you up. Yeah, it left you semi satisfied. Right. And you're it like, it's like, cool. It's like eating half Oreo like with the cream side. Yeah, you know? like it's not a whole chocolate chip cookie, but you got you got a good snack. And but I got made fun of. Like, why are you reading that? Why aren't you oh, reading Dark you Knight Returns? I, I got made fun of for a whole bunch of whole host of reasons. Yeah. So seeing seeing it flipped on his head like this, it's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. thing is, so like you said, Afterlife with Archie, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, a Jughead the Hunger. And I love on the, the uh, we have varying covers, but the one I have, uh, you know, shows Jughead in werewolf form. Of course, he's, he's still wearing the crown. Of course he is, he's yeah. The crown. This one too. This is the hack. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. He's uh, sprouting his, it's skeletal, skeletal wolf with his little it's crown great, up it's there. It's a great cover, man. Yeah. It's a great cover. Uh, what's next? Moose as Frankenstein? Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, Dilton yeah. can, um, he gets, you know, killed by something, and then he's brought back by, yeah, I, by Dilton. Yeah, I, I I could see, uh, yeah, I think we have, there are other plans for Reggie, but I could see him as like a Dracula. Reggie is a Dracula, they yeah. To go that, if they wanted to go that, that route. Looks like there are other. They're... Archie is Van Helsing, or actually oh, uh, Jonathan dude, yeah. Harker. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Weatherby as. As Van Helsing. He'd have to be Van Helsing. 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 Who's the mummy then? Oh, God, mummy. Um. Maybe Midge could be, the, or Midge could be the bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, Midge is definitely the bride of Frankenstein. Oh man, that's the possibilities. Who who thought of all this? I don't know. Who's who's in the pitch meeting? Is like we got to go darker, boys, Lady, or not boys, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We got to go darker. I don't know. I have but an I think idea. It, it's great. You know, we started. He met the Punisher. He met Kiss. But how can we? How can we make met this the even, Ramones? Met the Ramones. How can we make, make this even darker? I I love it. Good on you, Archie Comics. Good on you. You guys are doing great, so pick that up. Pick this up. You'll you'll dig it. I know you're an Archie reader. I know you're. You know maybe you're one of the ones that made fun of me, or maybe traditionally you. you wrote you're talking off, to the people out there. Yeah, maybe you me. wrote off Archie in the past. Not anymore, guys. Yeah, you shouldn't. Read, uh, shouldn't do that. You should uh, pick up 
their entire horror line, the um, Afterlife and the Chilling Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Teenage yeah. Witch. Yeah, and, they, I, and I hate to keep plugging this con that we're going to this weekend, but Melissa Joan Hart and the two aunts from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the TV show. Yeah, Carolyn Ray. Will be at the and con. And the other one. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't. I don't have her name. I'm sorry. Uh, me neither. Oh, and but I. I thought she was like the sexier aunt. No offense to Carolyn Ray, but I was like, wow, that's that's the aunt. So yeah. Yes. I. I thought you're, they were both. You're looking it I, up thought, right now. I thought they were both hot. Yes, but uh, I thought the other one was just a little hotter. Sorry, Carolyn Ray. I, I'm going to tell. Her, I'm going to tell. Yeah. Her, when we see them, say, I just like thought. Mike thought you were hotter. Mike thought you were hotter. Mike thought you were hotter. Just don't tell the other. And then you're going to go up to the other one and be like, Mike thought the other one was hotter. Oh, so I, yeah. like, uh, so it's a conflict? So I set them <laughs> yeah. against each other? What a guy. I I, I've, I have done that. I, <laughs> I guess I have done that. I, I apologize, Mike, if I've, if I made you look bad in front of, uh, in front of TV sitcom stars. Yes. Well, it's, that's, <laughs> that's not. Something that I, I don't expect from you. So it's, it's, yeah. it's happened before. You do it all the time. My my bad, my bad. What else you got there, Mike? I've got Batman the Merciless. Batman, Dark, Dark Knight's metal tie-in. Everybody. Yes, this is. Uh, they're doing a whole host of one shots. Yeah, which is actually really, really, really well done. Um, this one is written by uh, Peter Tomasi. Uh, Man, uh, Francis Manipul is doing the art. I I love his art. Yeah, a crazy, crazy issue. Yes. Uh, here's the thing. The Essentially, these tie-ins, they, they show you how Batman takes on the powers of the Justice League. Right. Um, in an Elseworlds type of setting. These are dark multiverse Earths that this Bruce Wayne lives yeah, on. 12, Earth 42. Earth. Yeah, the, you've got the, the lesser Earths, the yeah. ones that um, whenever you see a crisis, like Crisis on Infinite right. Earths, Infinite Crisis, whenever you see those hands like popping the, the Earths and those are the Earths that get destroyed. Yeah, these are these the Earths. are the ones. You didn't know that, did you? No, did, how great that like what, 20 years later? Yeah, they're they're they, mining they're, this actually back thirty years thirty later. years later. Jeez, so yeah, and if you look at Infinite Crisis that Jeff Johns wrote, you see Alexander Luthor taking um, all the the Earths and like trying to meld them together yeah. and, and put together the perfect Earth. Right. So these are the ones that that are are getting destroyed because you know you you can't mess with the prime Earth. Right. But these are the ones you can the the Elseworlds Earths. These are even darker than the Elseworld tales that we get, like yeah. in Darkest Night, um, Batman speeding bullets. These are the ones that are um, like even more twisted than those. Yeah, what I love about these, uh, you know, story stories are great. But story aside, uh, with with the darker bent to all this, I think the artists are having more, uh, like a ton of fun. Oh my god, yes, drawing like darker versions of Bat Batman, and you get to see them in situations that you know the. They can only do in like commissions. Yeah, this art's by uh, Francis Manipal. Uh, yeah, this one starts out on Earth twelve, uh, an Earth where Batman and Wonder Woman fall in love. Uh, they're battling Ares, the god right. of war, and uh, uh, during the battle, Ares' uh, all powerful helmet gets knocked off. Uh, Batman, in a last ditch attempt to win the battle, mm -hmm. dons the helmet uh, with. Many dark consequences. Yeah, that's not something a man's supposed to do is put on a god's helmet. So it's, <laughs> is that is that is that, it's is in that the, the rule less, book? Is that yeah. the lesson here? Yeah, it's in even the rule as book. a last resort. 
Like, um, I'm losing. I know I'm. I could. I I could die. Wonder Wonder Woman does get killed. Well, one. Here's the thing. It's I'm gonna die. Okay. Or uh, if I death don't, is even better. It's you might as well die. If you're gonna die, you might as well die with Ares helmet on. And that's what not. I'm saying. But yeah. it turns Batman dark, twisted and evil. Twisted and evil. He's more god than man. Yeah. Yes. So shows up on Earth Zero and uh, where yeah, as a throne of uh, Barbados, where Argus and uh, the uh, Amanda Waller and uh, all the uh, Steve Trevor, Steve the whole Trevor, night, all the all of them have banded together to uh, yeah, fight ass. the dark multiverse threat that has cropped up, and um, very Doctor Strange lifestyle. Whether do we drop uh, what's the bomb called? The the it starts with starts with a K. They, there's this like weird kryptonite infused bomb that's supposed to take over everything or supposed to destroy everything right and it doesn't does it work mike I, of course not well, <laughs> I, I, oh silly boy why do you even think that uh it's called valhalla okay it's the bomb and i well all right mike just kind of spoiled it does it work no but uh we won't tell you why it doesn't work yeah and you've got a whole bunch you've got a whole host of batman you're gonna see more of them yeah, but the the Ares powered hel- Ares helmeted powered Batman, pretty badass, and and uh, and Merciless, which is uh, which ties into the title Batman the Merciless. Right. So, uh, great tie-in, great great uh, great one shot, great um, great spinoff. Uh, if you're collecting all the old other ones, you're gonna want this one. Yeah. You're gonna, I know you're gonna grab it anyways, but if you haven't started uh, grabbing the spinoffs. Uh, you're you're gonna want the murder machine, uh, all the other ones, pretty amazing. So, what else you got there, Mike? I have got Amazing Spider-Man 790 because I'm trying to you know trying to keep up uh, between the the titles. I I, I want to like spread out my the wealth. Right. So it's Amazing Spider-Man's uh, Fall of Parker. So Ooh. if you haven't been reading Peter Parker by uh, Dan Slott, it's been phenomenal. When they brought him back, uh, when he, like, uh, way back in the day, about five years ago, Peter Parker and uh, Otto Octavius's minds um, switched. Otto was in Peter's body. He became the superior Spider-Man. Yeah. And he started doing things that Peter didn't. Like, you know. Start a business. Start a business, get his degrees. Yeah. Which is like, you've been wasting so much time. I know. So get an education, boy. Get, get your degree. Where's your he's already back? got an education. I mean, Peter Parker is a um, he's I, genius I don't know level. He, yes, I don't know what what number he is in the uh, oh the, the smartest Marvel, uh, Marvel. Yeah, they have rankings. There's Hank Pym. There's sure. Tony Stark. There's Reed Richards. Right. Reed Richards and and uh, Victor Von Doom right at the top. Sure, you've got the leader. You've got a whole bunch of really smart right. people. I think Amadeus Cho is just rocketed up on that list. Yeah, he's number eight. Number eight, yes. So I don't know where Peter falls in there, but Otto Octavius is like, you moron. You've been wasting all this time swinging <laughs> How around dare town, you? stopping muggers and doing stupid things, but it, it mattered to the people. Sure. So I, I don't consider it like time wasted. So, But he prioritized. He's like, here's what I want to do. Yeah. Like I'm Spider, I'm Peter Parker and Spider Man now. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna streamline everything. So he had all these little octopus ro- drones wandering around yes. the city that told him when stuff was happening. Yeah, which is kind of creepy in and of itself. But that's it is, Otto. But hey, you know, uh, 
Get some minions out there. Right. So when they switched back, which was inevitable, you knew that that was coming. Peter found himself with this uh, Parker Industries. Yeah, like, hey, thanks. Like, yeah, how, hey, do I run, right. how do I run this now? Exactly. So uh, he did the smart thing, and he, he assumed like middle management level kind of things. He was like, I'm I'm going to let you guys do what you do best. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to be the, the face of Parker Industries. Yeah. You guys got this, right? Okay. <clears throat> right. And he started to do benevolent things, yeah. uh, the Uncle Ben Foundation, all, a lot of stuff. Um, unfortunately, Hydra came along and Otto Octavius being the criminal genius that he is, he put in some fail safes that if this ever happened, he could go in and, you know, essentially unlock Parker Industries and, you know, turn it into a force for evil. Yes. So that's pretty much what he did. He, he uh, was going to hand over Parker Industries and all their tech to uh, Hydra yeah. when Secret Empire was going down. And Peter himself put in a failsafe as well. Uh, he created this like webware. Uh, it's it's like an iPhone. It like fried everybody's um, like smartphones and shit. Yeah. Okay. So, but. A lot of people are pissed off at him because they're like, my entire life was in that smartphone. Yeah, yeah, I lost all my, I lost all my, all my iTunes music. Exactly, my contacts. I don't know how to dial my. I don't know Mike's phone number. Exactly. What the hell? hell? That that's what the smartphone was for. You took out all my texts. (laughs) Hey, all my porn's gone. What the hell? All my naked selfies. Yeah, what's going, son of a bitch? So, uh, Peter Parker is. They don't. uh, New Yorkers and people worldwide don't know that it came down to all this stuff would fall into uh, Hydra's hands. They would have all your personal information. (laughs) So he shut it down. I mean, it screwed these people over, but the the consequences would have been much worse. So now he's getting the fallout from that. Like, you let us down, you're a scumbag, you're a piece of crap, blah, blah, blah. So now he's got to go and he's got to do the mea culpa. He's like, I'm really sorry. And he's like trying to tell his side of the story. Nobody wants to hear it. So... Um, one of the things that Parker Industries did buy was Four Freedoms Plaza, yeah, which it was the home of the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. But he had to sell it to because Parker Industries is no more. Yeah. Now he's got to sell it, or he had to sell it. And it's on the market. It's it was it's it was already bought. So in this issue, Johnny Storm comes and knocking to find out what the hell is going on. <laughs> you promised me that you would keep this. It, it, keep it intact until yeah. the Fantastic Four, you know, regroup. And, right. and you said you would keep it. And he's like, I'm sorry, Johnny. I had to do what I had to do. Right. But they they end up fighting because that's what that's best what, friends do. Yeah. They're good so, at that. Yeah. All right. And, uh, of course, a supervillain comes in. A supervillain who Scoop. used to work for Parker Industries, ah, by the way. okay. To steal back uh, the stuff that he had been working on. Like he's like, that. this is... It's like screw you. Yeah. Parker Industries is no more. This is no longer proprietary. Uh, so all, it's yep. mine. Yeah. Once the company folds, you're no longer bound by that NDA. Yeah. That uh the uh yeah, the non disclosure agreement. Goodbye. Yeah. Let me uh, and let me tell them about your law, Parker right? selfies. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. Plus I want my cell phone back. So yeah. I like it. Uh right, so that was on. cool. And you know, it's a setup for a bunch of stuff, which we like. Yeah. Uh Peter might be going back to the Daily Bugle. He's <laughs> back to his day job. Yeah. 
Well, he's got to get a day job. That's that's a big blow. And we find that's out a step he, down. Right. And we find out he's dating uh, Mockingbird. Oh. Which is a step up for Peter Parker. I yes, it is. Uh, we, he's he's well, not a step up because I mean he's dated supermodels, sure, Mary sure. Jane. Well, uh, they weren't superheroes though. I know. Well, he's he dated um, Black Cat, who was uh, okay, but uh, she was more of a bad girl, right? More like the Catwoman. Bad girls are fun. Yeah, gray area. Yeah. So that was cool. All right, right on. Uh, I have Flash number thirty-three, which begins the Bat Side of Hell part one. Yeah, Flash is that's. Awesome. That that was a fantastic issue. It really was. Yes. I love a, what they're doing with the Flash. Flash is um it's Dark Knight's metal tie-in, but the Flash is uh, you know, also trying to battling this to save the Justice League, save the world, save Earth Zero. Right. And in this issue, uh it's helping Superman get into the Phantom Zone to rescue Batman. And here's the thing. Um Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are the Trinity. They yep. are certainly the they are the the corner of the DC universe. Yeah. They are, they're like the, the no strong doubt. keystone. No argument there. Flash has, I mean, he's ready to take his place amongst them. You know, he's, he's, there should be five of them. It should be Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, yes. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, and the Flash yes, also on either side of them. Right. So this and Hal Jordan uh, and the Green Lantern Corps have been my two favorite out of all the Rebirth titles. Yeah. This is fantastic. This has... Um, yeah, if you're not reading Flash... I mean, you can pick it up right now and read it. Oh, yeah. It'd be good. If you want to start at the beginning, though... You yeah, know, go back. You, Actually, you start that. at Jeff John's Rebirth. Yeah, I mean, good. Yeah. Holy oh, crap. Yeah, I'm like kissing Jeff John's ass. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, hey, but... This is good. We may see him that's, in two days. That's I'm just great. saying. But Jeff John's... I don't know if he's there or not, but... To uh, be honest with you, Jeff John's has um, done more for the DC Universe in the past 10 years than any other writer, yeah. in my opinion. Right. Uh, he's... Uh, n- taking nothing away from Scott Snyder or Peter Tomasi or, I mean, they are great writers, Absolutely. but Jeff Johns is at that different level. Yeah. He's at the, this is going to sound weird, but at that Alan Moore level. That doesn't where, sound weird at all. Uh, he's Alan Moore, Neil Gaiman. I, I put him up with those guys. Sure. And Warren Ellis. Ab- so, oh, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, we're not kissing ass here. We're telling the truth. I'm telling the everybody. truth. But this Flash, I don't which... Think, no argument there. Start off on Rebirth, where we bring him back from Final Crisis, yeah. you know, and just go from there and then follow all the way through. This has been phenomenal. Yeah. It's, again, that word. I love that. Yeah. But if you go to, like, his powers, just his power set... Puts him up there. Yeah, absolutely. With the top five, I have. I am not. Argue, I will never argue with that. This one, he has to uh, race Superman, and and I love the fact that they're buddies. Yeah, we got the ra- they're racing again, which yeah. is. You know, like, he's like, come on, Clark, I yeah. need you to win this time. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm I'm Barry Allen. I'm the fastest man alive. Yeah, but I need you I to need win. This you time. to win this time. He's so going to the Phantom Zone. He needs you to rescue Batman so we uh-huh. can end this. And, uh, and there's one line in here that I love, and it's uh, John Henry Irons, Steel. Yes. And he says, you know what? I never liked Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I never liked Batman. I never Batman. liked Batman. He's like, you don't know him. Yeah. You don't Barry know and I he do. have a lot in common. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we get we, we get paid a visit while uh, this is all going down. 
by a murder machine devastator. Yep. And uh, we're back at the Cosmic Tuning Tower at the Fortress of Solitude. Right, the anti-monitors from uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths and also from Infinite Crisis. Yeah, they're, they're here just to uh, take the fork back to Barbados, but instead they destroy it, trap, thus trapping Superman and Batman. Yes, in the dark multiverse. Yeah. Now, in the meantime, the Justice League is being, uh, being sucked in, sucked out, sucked in, kidnapped, taken, and uh, we see a little... It's a little cliffhanger at the end where uh, they're sent to uh, four different, I guess, four different murderous bat caves, like to fend for themselves. Yes. So this is um, if you've never read Justice League Tower of Babel by Mark Wade and uh, Brian Hitch, now's a good time. Yeah. Go back, read that because they have uh, a lot to do with this. But let me write I that down. Tower cool. of Babel. Okay. Tower of Babel. All right. Maybe we'll read that on the plane tomorrow. Yeah, sounds good. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah, so check out those issues. These are the ones that we're reading, um, amongst all the other stuff that has come out this week. Yep. This one floated up to the top. Thank you guys. Thank you, William Painter sunglasses. Yes. So, uh, a couple of other stories here. Uh, Stranger Things two obviously comes out this Friday. Yes. If you watched the trailer, you saw uh, Will, Dustin, um, uh, Mike. Yes, you forgot Mike. Mike and who uh, who am I forgetting? Well, well Dustin, Dustin, Mike, Mike, and Lucas. Lucas. You see them donning Ghostbusters outfits. Yeah, it's, pretty uh, cool, huh? It's taking place in 1984. Right. Uh, if you saw the new extended trailer, you see they're probably hitting on every all my favorite stuff in 1984. Like I won't be surprised if there's, there's a Gremlins, Kari Kid reference. There's there'd be many references to. It'd be really cool if they had some kid going as a shower. Yes, <laughs> I, I bet we see them. And then the arcades. I was hanging out at arcades in 1984. But you see them in Ghostbusters outfits. But that's a War Games reference more. It is, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. But the Ghostbusters outfits that they donned, that the Duffer Brothers really wanted in, uh, they needed Ivan Reitman's permission first. So they went, they sat down, had lunch with him, asked for permission, and they got, of course, obviously they got it. But they recounted the story where they sat down and uh, Ivan Reitman was like, yeah, yeah, man, you guys are doing great work. And they're like, I don't know if he's seen the series, but he sure pretended like he did. That's awesome. And as such, he gave us... He gave us permission. Oh, and they had to get permission from uh, Dan Aykroyd as well. He was a he was a co writer. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, can you imagine sitting down and talking to Dan uh, Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd and, yeah. and Ivan Reitman? Yeah, yeah. I these uh, I I don't know much about the Dover brothers. Their origins have been shrouded in mystery. I don't even know if they really exist, or if they're even brothers. Yeah, or if they're even brothers, but. And they, Man, they've got some great it, stories. The whole thing. I think I've seen photos of them, but they seemingly came out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'm just going to assume that they're just they were just fans who wrote this amazing and made this amazing TV series. Yeah. So you go from that to it's much like us where we have people come in, like you know, all of a sudden you're sitting in front of like Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd, and they're they're like, yeah, yeah, man, we love what you did. Yeah, you can. You want to use it off? Go ahead. Use it. Do you think we can get Dan Aykroyd for season eight of Comic Book Men? We could ask. Oh, that'd be. I don't know if Dan Aykroyd's a fan of our stuff. Can we? You know, can we get the Duffer Brothers? That'd be even better. Hey, yeah. Well, no, Dan Aykroyd would be just as good. Sure, but can we? If we get the Dover Brothers, I'll be I'll be pretty happy. For all I know, they watched the show. I, I see. They seem like they would be into our show. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And so, uh, Duffer Brothers, if you could, uh, <laughs> Ross and Matt, the Duffer okay. Brothers, if if, if you, you exist, list, if you're listening to this, or if someone could get relayed to them, or if you exist, that's yeah, that's the big one. We would love to meet you. Yeah, we'd love for you to come on the show. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think I think that's all I got. Uh, uh, again, we're heading to California this weekend. 
Stanley's Stanley's LA Comic Con.com for tickets and info. Uh, we will be there all three days. We'll be there starting Friday. We will be. It says we'll be Saturday there. and Sunday. Yeah, we'll only, be there. We will be there Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Well, Sunday. from what I was told, uh, I was like, "Hey, can you say that we'll be there Friday as well?" And the promoter was kind of like, "Well, then we got to explain to everybody why everybody else is not showing up on Friday." Okay. I was like, "Oh, explain it. They're lazy." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, no, they're, and the Duffer Brothers. They're they're they lazy. Say, and no, we're they're not lazy. Going on they're there. too good to show up on Friday. No, that's not true. We're just we're we like being, <laughs> we're enthusiastic. Listen, we like being there when the con opens. We don't if there's a if it's happening, we want to be there. That's all there is to it. We don't want people to come on Friday's like, oh, they're not here. Very true. We want people to come like, oh my god, they're here. We that's, think the really cool thing was remember our very first kamikaze, yes. and uh, we had. We were delayed. We were delayed. The, a gunman shot up the terminal we were landing at in LA. He was looking for Rob Bruce. Yeah. Found out he was on yeah, a different flight. We got flight. diverted to an airport that was four hours away. We would uh, take a bus and go all the way back to LA. So we showed up like three hours late. Yeah, we were three hours late, but we were there. We were there. And people and, like, were like, people this were, is awesome. And people were lined, like waiting for us. We that were, was like, amazing, crap. right? crap, yeah. So we were, you know, we, were, we were off and running right at the beginning. It was great. It was absolutely great. So thank you to everybody. So we were returning this weekend, Stanley's LA Comic Con. Uh, Mike, I'm running a 5K. Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm not an idiot. Okay. Uh, I want to see the Sunday of the con. Tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a promise. Okay. I'm gonna be at the finish line with a Ming banner. Will you? Yeah. Okay. Um, don't speak so soon, Mike, because the 5K starts at 6:45 a.m. I run uh, typically 5K under 30 minutes. So you're not, you're also going to have to be out there by like 7 a.m. Dude, I get up at 5 a.m. Okay, I'm every just saying. Day, you don't know so what's going to happen the night that's before. A problem. You could be out at Pink's Hot Dogs at 4 a.m. We could be with at the Roscoe's. Duffer Brothers. We at with the Duffer Brothers. We could be at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. I don't know, Mike. We hey, I have no problem with that. Okay, but, but all right, cool. just I listen. I'm not going to hold you to that. But if you want to be out there with the sign, that would be very cool. Or and that goes for anybody else who's asked wants to be out there at about seven o'clock. <laughs> and cheer me on as I cross the finish line. <laughs> That'll be cool. Also, right. Comic Men episode two returns this Sunday, I believe at approximately midnight this time in a reasonable hour. Yeah, hopefully. And so uh, this, let's let's hope we can get that uh, hundred thousand extra people to be cool. wake up. I would love that or stay up. It's a horror themed uh, episode featuring a favorite horror icon. It Rob, is. It's R- awesome. Robert England also fe- features a very rare event, which is. Uh, you guys doing something nice for me. We are nice to you. I know. Crazy. I know. Right? Crazy. All right. Well, that's all I got for this week. Can't wait to be in LA. We guys will see you out there. WilliamPainter.com, code I sell comics, $20 off. And thank you for listening, everybody. One thing more. What do you got? Got one thing more. Go for it. Go to bluejuicecomics.com. Oh, yes. Order. Order the Knights of the Fifth Dimension. Yes. Is it signed? It is signed. Uh, I think it's signed. I yeah. I believe it's signed. You can actually, um, they have a couple that are signed by all four of us. Yes. Very All rare. for the comic book, man. Very so. rare. And we had, well, I don't want to say, uh, it was like I had nothing to do with it. I did I did the title. Um, That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Just, uh, know, but just to have some you, cred. But Walt Flanagan drew it. Yeah, Walt Flanagan so did, it, drew it. And it is amazing. A lot, of, a lot of input it, from him. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is coming out in 2018, but this is a New York Comic Con exclusive. Yes, get it here first. Very limited. Very limited. limited. Or you can call the store. Sure. Yeah, and, um, Get him. We got anything good going with the, the specials? Anything? Not that I'm involved 
No, no specials. Not that okay. Get has been told, okay. and Sorry. he's no never specials. told anything. Okay, so. cool. But hey, call the store. We will ship it to you. So it's it's ten dollars plus what? Ask for get him. Ask for yeah. Ask for get him. Ask for get him. Don't All ask right. for me. Thank you for listening, everybody. And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.